Hey everyone, welcome back to The Ryan Nile Show. Today I sit down with the founder of The Man Talk, Leon Lewis. The Man Talk is a platform for elevating and uplifting men through conversation. Leon, along with his co-founder Terrell Lewis, started The Man Talk in early 2019 with an event that brought together 350 men from all walks of life together to discuss three topics that men don't usually speak about together. I sat down with Leon to discuss why he's starting The Man Talk and what the effects have been so far. We also explored what it was like growing up with a schizophrenic father, keeping it a secret, dropping out of school, the power of audiobooks, the power of accountability, and so much more. We discuss how to identify depression in yourself and in others, and what resources and coping mechanisms there are out there to help shift that state. A big goal for The Man Talk is to help curb male suicide. Sadly, suicide remains the most common cause of death for men aged 20 to 49 in the UK. And we really need to help stop that. If you are affected by this or anything that comes up in this conversation, please, please, please call Samaritans on their hotline. It's a UK free phone number. It's 116123. It's open 24 hours, 365 days. There is someone on the other end of that phone that can help. In America, use this number 1-800-273-8255. If you're struggling, please give them a call as things can be especially difficult around this time of year. There are so many takeaways from this episode. It will leave you feeling upbeat with lots of resources to improve. Remember, you can watch the full episode on YouTube. Just search Ryan Nile Show. Share this episode with all the men in your life. Please rate and review this podcast. It helps the visibility of the show and it will help the overall mission, helping people improve their lives by being kinder to themselves and others. Without further ado, please enjoy this conversation with Leon Lewis. Welcome back to the Ryan Nile Show. Hope you've been enjoying these episodes so far. Today, I'm sitting down with Leon Lewis, who is the co-founder of The Man Talk. And The Man Talk is a platform all about... Inspiring and empowering men to be the best possible versions of themselves. All about inspiring and empowering men to be the best versions of themselves. Thanks for the help. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, Leon, how you doing, man? Um, yeah, good, good. Thank good. you for inviting me to the show. Oh, I appreciate yeah. it, man. I'm glad that we connected... Um, I've been seeing your content online. Actually, I did a, a podcast interview um, a few months ago in the summer. Yeah. And um, it was a live one. And one of the guests who you may know, Simone Powderly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so she she's the one that actually put me on to the mantle. She said, um, yeah, my friend's doing this amazing thing uh, for men. And it's just, just for men. And that really uh, piqued my interest. And I was like, wow, because you don't hear about men's only spaces for something yeah positive and you know uplifting especially in london especially in the the black yeah community <laughs> for lack of a better word you know yeah, what i mean yeah, so yeah. to hear that and to hear that it wasn't just an idea like my friends going to be doing this thing it's like no this has already happened um you know it was an event uh you know everyone that helped out was men like there was no women allowed kind of thing not in a uh, like a non-exclusive way but it was like this is a safe space for men and from there I just yeah I obviously followed the the Instagram and saw everything and I was like wow this is so in line with my mission and what I'm trying to do here and yeah I was just glad to to connect and appreciate you coming down <laughs> appreciate you for inviting me yeah yeah so let's talk about a bit about uh the man talk and when it started because it started earlier on this year um, right? yeah, yeah earlier on this year it's been um 
amazing, I guess, overwhelming how fast it's impacted and um, how much sort of attention that it, it, it's got. And it, it seems to be more established than it is regarding like time factors. Right. Um, but I guess that has kind of proved that there was a need for it mm. and it, it was needed. Um, yeah, so I'm was a co-founder. Um, I did it with Terrell Lewis, who runs the Brixton Street Gym. Um, and it was literally just us both sort of having experienced like hard times, be it sort of depression, mm. dealing with like mental health, anxiety, and um, wanting to make a difference really within the community. So basically I could see from his social media and things he was sharing regarding his experience with being down, being depressed, having dark days. I just thought it would be great for us to sort of connect and see how we can like expand it to make a difference. Um, Cause I found out last year that suicide was the leading cause of death in males under the age of 45. Yeah. And I hadn't known that prior to that, obviously, cause I found it out last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I went through sort of depression uh, four years ago mm. and I was having suicidal thoughts, um, not in a sense of like I was going to take action, but just life was long. Don't want to be in it here anymore. That happened. No, like, what's the point? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, it kind of just clicked to me like last year when I found out that suicide was the leading cause of death. I was like, if this is the case, that this is the leading cause of death, like why aren't, it should just be common knowledge. Everyone's aware of it. Yep. And then I just thought broader than that, like how many men have not had a conversation which is going to help them, inspire them, lead into growth. Because um, I've, I've been on a, a journey of self-development and um, self-improvement in the past three years as well I'd say going hard at it and that again it was kind of me naturally navigating life and me getting there to be on this journey like no one put their arm around me right. and said hey you know this if you way. read these books these right. would be good for you and, and exercises this and blah 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 you just work things out like there isn't a manual to life mm. and I think men because of how a lot of us have been raised to you know be strong um, not have a vulnerable side to, to to kind of take lead majority of the time. There's not, we're never really taught or shown to do that. We just kind of just navigate that. And, and it, I think we just lack in conversation. Definitely. And even like friendship groups um, in with a lot of people, we call, banter each other all the time, take the mick out of each, each other. So it's like, when is the time for us to like, you know, off our burdens and they offload and yeah yeah like what's going on in life so. well definitely definitely and do you think because um spoke about this recently about that whole when you're a teenager and you have your friend group mm. um it is based on banter a lot of the time like the way you're communicating is by putting each other down do you know what i mean it's yeah, all yeah. about com competition and i suppose that's like a male thing in general but as you do kind of go through life and you could be going through deep things in your teens anyway. Um, but especially as you get older, if you haven't got that foundation of being able to open up with a friend, you know, especially a male friend, you know, who do you turn to? And especially if, you know, vulnerability has been um, kind of stigmatized and you've been kind of downtrodden yeah. uh, because of that, I can see why people don't talk about it. Or don't bring it up yeah. because if they if they can't do it with their friends, 
who is usually the pe- they're the people you're going to go to, um, you know. And I think that is one large factor. But then also on top of that, mm. because there's no conversation being had about certain things, people, their experience of it is that like, I'm the only person in the world going yes. through this thing because everybody I see around me is fine mm. and nothing's going on with them. And even though, you know, I might have seen an episode of something or seen something online, someone talking about depression or talking about that, like no one is affected by it like that I can draw to. So then they just feel like they're the only person going through what they're going through. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Because also... It's, it's almost like, and I've, I've, this has just come to my head and I don't mm. hope it doesn't like insult anyone by saying it, but it's like almost having an internal like disability and it not being known if that makes sense yeah so it's like you'd be putting a a minority or having a condition i might maybe not use um the disability but having a condition but it's just internal and you're the only one that has it so it's just like sharing it and offloading it it's yeah difficult to do and that's it's it's understandable because it's invisible Mm. so when we are not necessarily taught about it but when we're aware of depression or things like that or anxiety we are kind of taught of the most extreme versions of that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Whereas um, a lot of people's experience isn't the extreme, but it's like this just empty, it's just like an emptiness. Yeah, yeah. And because yeah, yeah. I've, I've been there too. And um, it's hard to explain. Mm. And where it's hard to explain, I think it's hard for people to necessarily relate to or even... Um, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, not relate to, but like identify. Yeah. They don't really, I, it's like, what is it? I'm just feeling, a, I'm feeling away. I don't really even know what this is. And then it's not until you do reading um, and you do uh, see some videos and really understand that I'm not the only one yeah, that's feeling it, this way. It's only been of, of recent I was actually able to call it like depression. Yeah. I, I was like... That was such an extreme for me even to exactly. use the word depression. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I'm just feeling a bit down mm. and it's not going away before. And it was just extending, the time was extending. But I didn't feel I, it warranted, um, yeah, me using depression. That word, it yeah. wasn't until like, later on and I'm like, I'm hearing so many stories about people talking about depression. And I'm mm. like, yeah, that's, that's what I was going through. So it's yes. okay for me to call it depression because it was depression. And like... Um, deeper than that like with my journey with mental health um, my dad was diagnosed as schizophrenic when I was four mm. and like that was the breakdown of my household um, but that was something that I had to like well I didn't have to but I kept a secret for years because I didn't know anyone in the world that was experiencing the same thing so it was yeah. like a secret and it wasn't even until like teenage years that I spoke to my friends and let them know that like my dad suffers from being schizophrenic and how did they react to that interesting yeah, it was it was calm. It wasn't really a, a big thing. Like, um, my friend was just coming to a christening, and I was like, "My dad's gonna be there," and I was just like, "By the way, just like this is something I haven't told you." And then I told him, and then it wasn't really a, a big thing. Is um, that why did you feel compelled to say it at that point? Just throughout the years, my dad's behavior sort of been up and down, mm. and then I wasn't sure how my dad was gonna be on right. that. Day. And, and I guess it's all about like looking good and and how I appear to my my friend and that. So I've, I guess it was almost covering myself just in case, just like, in case. I was embarrassed or, or something mm. like that. And then it was just that, so I could go, oh yeah. As I was saying, like this yeah. is yeah. It's funny how um, 
like the source of the source of that was kind of shame, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you said, it's kind of like protecting yourself from something that could potentially happen. Um, but then also the reason you kept it a secret was from the same thing of, yeah, of shame. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it's just that's interesting that that that, that happened. Um, how did did your did that improve your friendship group from from that point? Are you still friends with, with that? Yeah, we're, that we're still friends. Um, not in a sense of like we have a where where I'll put us in in like being brothers and having mm. connection. Like you know, in life, at one stage in life, you was around a certain type of people oh, yeah, and stuff, yeah. and then you move on and you do mm. different things. But some friends you always have that bond and love for, but you're just not in the same realm in regards yes. to like what you're doing in life and what you're up to and what your interests are so that's it but right. the love doesn't go mm. whereas I think that there's other people who you may like be like forget about you guys that like you right. aren't actually friends and aren't what, mm. like meant to be with me and on, on this journey but yeah, yeah it's kind of like that wow. wow if that makes sense yeah, yeah that makes complete <laughs> sense man yeah Um. so you were 13 at that point where you kind of no, not thirteen. I was like older, like sixteen, seventeen. 16, 17. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that's that was a a long time to kind of hold. Yeah, that, 12, twelve years. That luggage, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, wow. And then obviously in that time, I'm hearing people call, you know, get into arguments and call people crazy. Mm. People skits used to be a thing that was yes. a word that was used a lot back in the day. So definitely that term was used, and it, and it's like it actually has a meaning in my life. Whereas for other people, it's just a a throwaway yeah. thing and then like, like there will be alcoholics on on the road um we've got a a guy in our area called fritz i don't know in areas that you've grown up there's like a local there's always, famous <laughs> there's alcohol, one, yeah. and there's there's usually mental health is involved in that as well absolutely and um yeah like the whole shaming with that it was just like yeah wow like that could be my my my, my dad in a sense if that oh makes wow sense. So, yeah um so no, I'm just saying about like yeah. my mindset. Is no, no, that, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what you're thinking at the time. No, yeah. definitely. I think we kind of need to set the scene as well because um, when you were 16, what 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 era was were we like? So I'm I'm 30, 30, 32 now. Okay, cool. So same era. <laughs> just because yeah. yeah, so then I definitely relate. So we're talking like 2000s, early 2000s. Yes, around that time. Yeah. So this is before social media really popped off um and this is before there was real awareness of uh mental health issues and yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that so and it was highly stigmatized so when someone says skits or your skits or you're crazy and things like that there was a real shame and real it was a cuss yeah, Do you yeah know what i'm yeah, saying yeah so i can understand why you would kind of hold that yeah and and yeah man that's, and that was the thing of like when i was getting older and you know mental health was turning and like mental health used to be seen as a condition but like I think over the years it's it's come to a point of now we all have our own mental health that we need to look after absolutely and it's changed from being a condition so if you said oh I had a mental health issue or problem like it was straight like being schizophrenic or being some sort of extreme right whereas like now if someone said oh, I've been battling with my mental health having a struggle it could have been like you know depression or something that was mm. like seen as uh, in in my eyes being like a bit lighter in regards to it being an extreme so it was weird like me adjusting as I was getting older because I couldn't put all of these things in the bracket of because it's so broad 
I was struggling to like see of how a depressed person calls us like me- what mental health was at a stage. Yeah. I understand and get it now, but at, mm. in growing up, it was like weird um, transitioning. Yeah, definitely. But that's that's what you were saying about the the reason why you started the, the mantle is because it's hard to identify with what those feelings are. Yeah, and yeah to really yeah. R- relate to relate to it and to feel like I'm not the only one going through this you know because um we all have kind of uh unique lives but we're humans so we experience the same emotions yeah so it's useful to hear that someone who is i don't know for example a stockbroker who Mm. i me am not uh living a day-to-day life like him however in what may seem like the perfect version of life and you've got apartment Goals, blah, 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 yeah, blah, all yeah. of those kind of things car um within that image you are still experiencing the same emotion yeah, that yeah, i yeah. am in a life that isn't anything like that and i think from what i've heard with the mantle that's what has been brought together yeah it was i guess just knowledge sharing is what i would probably say mm. the most is having a conversation like I was feeling with social media, there was talks around mental health, talks around success, but no one was really sharing in full, in detail, what's going on. So yeah. whether it was their journey to success, not sharing like the negative side or what it took or the, the sacrifice or the mindset. Mm. Um, and then going down to like depression and stuff, people weren't giving people a... Um, like a signpost not as a, like um coping mechanisms things things that they right. were doing to like right. what's going to actually help so we can relate and say oh i've depression and you say oh I, I suffer from depression but it's like what were you doing like unpackage yeah. it a bit more for me and i think a lot of influencers or celebrities or people with a large following they pick and choose like when they want to have bad days so i think it is good that they share some when they're having some bad days sometimes but sometimes they have bad days but what they're putting out to the world is that they're all good and everything's gravy. So mm. to their following, they probably see that their depression only lasts like 12 days of the year because that's only right. 12 days that we get like that, oh, I'm having a bad day or mm. some sort of outlet like that. So yeah. It's um, it's difficult because... And it's in trend <clears throat> as well and, and a lot of people are speaking about mental health and stuff now. So I, I think... Yeah. Influencers have been more... Um, like wanted to use mental health or speak about it more. So I'm, mm. I think it's always good to speak about mental health. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying like some influencers, they haven't got the best interest in opening up or speaking. It's more so being used as a tool. Yes. And yeah, yeah definitely like staying on topic mm. and well, staying in trend, I suppose, yeah. uh, being relatable. Mm. Um, but you, you raise a really good, well, you raise a couple of good points, but something I want to pick out about the actual term, mental health yeah because we're talking about um uh influences and just just the general term mental health being banded about um but mental health doesn't exist without a coping mechanism because it's health isn't it yeah 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 so the actual issues would it's a mental health issue or a mental illness or an injury like because if if it's physical if you have a physical problem it's It's just remind me that kanye interviewed a brain brain sprain Brain sprain, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, so when we're talking about 
like mental health is actually the goal. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what we want. We want, as you want physical health, I'm healthy. You want your, your mental health. Mm. So, I mean, as, as much as that, that kind of word or term is, is um, banded about, maybe it would help if it was more, if it was phrased differently, because then people would talk about their mental injuries or whatever the term yeah, may yeah. be. Do you know what I mean? And I tend to, with the mental, I would say mental well-being as opposed to... Yeah, that's that's a good one, yeah. That's what I say, but um, yeah, but with, with the mantle as a platform, it's broader than um, mental health. It's like the full um, male experience. And mm. I think uh, this is what makes us different is that we look at, you know, finance, um, fitness, just all areas like success, entrepreneurism, like all of these things as ways to empower and, and uplift men. Whereas I think like it's very, everyone else is very segregated in regards to what their interests are or where it lies. Mm. So it's like, we could have a conversation on your mental health, your wellbeing, but if we don't speak about your finances, mm. like your finances could be the area in your life that are just messing everything, everything. up. Yeah. It may be your fitness. It may mm. be that you're not um, growing. You're not reading books. You're not expanding. So you're feeling stagnant in life. Like there may be loads of things. So with the platform, it's just about us just saying, hey, look, this is available. That's available. And um, a level of, in our post, I guess there's um, accountability and kind of challenging people's, like our, our um, life coach that we have on board, he's... Uh, what he says is he challenges uh, thoughts, but I guess it is what we do is, is challenging them mm. in a sense of like thinking about, cause, cause a lot of the time people in life now, we just are on autopilot and not actually thinking like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Like we're in, in jobs that you haven't really thought about what your sort of long term goal is, what you're looking to achieve and accomplish. So it's just, yeah, yeah. giving up with people the opportunity to. Think. Absolutely, man. But the events have been, um, we've had two so far. Yeah. And like the first one, there was over 250 males. Um, yeah, as I we was saying o earlier on, like a male only space. And um, myself and Toro, we came up with the idea, obviously, and we had it in our head, but we didn't know what it was exactly going to look like because it had never been done done before mm. so there was no like reference that we had um but yeah it was really impactful we had a conversation with the panelists first and then um gave it to the audience so it was going to be sort of like a, a questions to the panel yeah but i also said like if you want to share your own personal experience or something that was like relatable or relevant you're able to share that um, in my head, I had it that majority of the guys were going to come up and ask the panel questions, but majority of the guys they they shared um, their own experience and what they was going through. And it was That's a incredible, really man. Beautiful thing, yeah. That says a lot about mm. the space itself yeah. because, as we know, men aren't the, the the first people to kind of just open up and share their stories, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. if they don't know the other men. And and this is what it is <clears> is like for me. I just think we put a hundred men in a room. If we were to have a like private um, questionnaire with a guy and it was totally authentic and real in their answers, if we asked all of the guys the same questions about you know areas and they were struggling or what they want in life or blah blah blah, there would be a lot of common answers that are mm. relatable. But then if we put them all into a room together to to speak, they would have their issues in the back of their head. And then they'd probably think, oh, I'm the only guy in the room that has the issue that I have. And their conversation that they would have would be nothing 
to be sharing yes. what they do. And it's like, um, that's what it is for me, is just all about sharing and and talking. <laughs> like, yeah. The man talk is just for, for guys to talk and just realise, wow, we all go through these things. Because when guys are committing suicide, the people around them, the first thing you hear is, I, don't, I didn't know anything about it. Like, I, I, we didn't know, wasn't aware. Um, you know, they may have been seeming a bit down, but we never thought it was this bad. And then you've got to think about like there's there are the people all of those people that sadly take their life by committing suicide. But then there's also on the flip side of that, all of the people who have felt the same but just haven't gone to the extreme of committing suicide but are in the same in that realm space. and feeling that, yeah. And as you've heard a few stories of that and I'd imagine you've done some research on that, just for, for people out there that may n- they may not know how to approach that conversation with friends or family. Um, from your experience, how would you suggest people go about it? If they suspect that someone is in that space, what's the best way to um, a- a- approach that conversation? And and also, is it should it be if it's a, if it's a man? Mm. Um, I mean, we're talking about man, man talk. Should that should it come from another male or should it? Does it matter? I think it's just. Um it's a it's a difficult one, mm. um, but I think it's just being there for somebody, and I think people need to support, um, like seek professional help and professional support. And there are things that are there, like um, campaign against living miserably, and Samaritans who you can call to talk to. There's another one called Shout. You can send them a text, and oh, okay. they text text you back, and you have a conversation. Um, but if I was in a situation of our friend, it was just about being there. But what happens is, is that us as humans, our experience, it's all different. Yes. So like you might have been feeling depressed and then you just started playing five-a-side football and then all of a sudden, I don't feel depressed anymore. Like that's Exactly, that yeah. But then, because I told you I'm feeling depressed, you're like, bro, all you got to do, come five-a-side <laughs> and yeah. it's done. And then yeah. it's like, yeah, but then I go five-a-side and I still feel depressed after five-a-side right. and, it, and it just doesn't work for everyone. So I mm. think like what the issue is in regards to people trying to be there for other people is that they're trying to fix them. Mm. Like, and as well, they don't share anything that's going on in their life. So it's like, you've got problems and I know you've got a problem. Let's talk about your problem. Like, let's just tell me, like, open up, like, speak about, like, tell me. But it's like, the ground hasn't been set. So I right. think like it's always about, for me, if I'm having a conversation, I always try to share myself authentically real as much as I can and, and let them know that this space that we're speaking about, like it's open. Like mm. we'll speak about anything, yeah. any, any, we're just going to be real in this space and we're going to talk. And that, and I think that that's the space that needs to be in, in, in friendship. And there's like, as men, there's so much conversations that just aren't had like that. Like even with 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 women, last like cheating relationships mm-hmm. with um, uh, the mothers of the children, um, uh, sexual abuse that men have experienced as children. Like there's so many conversations that we've never really unpackaged because we've never had those yeah. authentic talks and conversations about it. Mm-hmm. And it's just that's with the platform. What we want to do is 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 just normalize things and you know someone might have be watching this now and then they've heard I had a parent when I was younger that was schizophrenic so then they're like oh wow like 
you know, I'm not the only one. Exactly. And then it, it just takes a burden off of people. Then they might, it just makes it okay for them to open up and speak, speak about it. And I think mm. all of these things, um, all of these sayings have just become so cliche, like it's okay to be okay. And it's mm. like, no one's really putting real definition or context into the, the sayings. It's just like, they're just throwaway terms that like, oh it's okay to be okay but yeah. no one's putting anything out on the table yeah what's the context yeah, like, yeah, yeah what yeah. is that in real life yeah you know mm. that is very key I think like what you just said and that's it's very yeah. actionable which is which is amazing for the audience um in a world where a lot of our friendship groups are kind of um have been reduced to a whatsapp group mm. or a facebook group or, or instagram even now um what would you suggest for people to to kind of break that barrier? Because also, like anyone can just text something. They could be feeling the the, the in their worst uh, situation ever, and then text, yeah, 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 I'm cool. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In our in my friendship group, intuition's a massive thing. So it's like even if um, that person's saying they're fine, you know, you know that person in it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's about picking up the phone or just knocking on the door, facilitating some sort of uh, get together, you know, because for me, from everything that I've learned, um, it's all about changing your state and you need to get into uh, either a different conversation or have different inputs, i.e. a book or a YouTube video or something, something to just change the... But I I think regarding communication with, with friends, family... Um, I think as a bare minimum, like checking in on a friend is a, a phone call, like hearing, like that's the only, I, I think that's like the first step of you properly being able to tell where someone you care about or know mm. is at, is when you phone them and they can say hello. All they need to say is hello. And then you're like, what's wrong? What's, what's wrong? up? Yeah. Like you yeah. just know straight away. Whereas with WhatsApp, it's easy to front. And also it's like, easy to misinterpret or not really understand what someone's saying mm. and it's very low friction yeah 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 like if you're if you're not ready to have a conversation or a confronting conversation with someone it's a low friction way of finding out if that person's okay but it's more you're not really trying to find out if they're okay really yeah it's more of you kind of oh I'm a good friend I found out that they're right yeah. there they said they're okay but the real like you said, the real job is to to put in a phone call, which is the bare minimum. But it's because of technology now that things like that, human inter- interaction has been mm. reduced to a few taps. Yeah. You know, and, and that, it's difficult. It's difficult. And it has become, and, and this is it, is, is like even just, I was saying earlier on about accountability, it's become, I think a lot of people are just wasting life away with like social media, with... Mm television with like binge watching Netflix series and stuff like that and and there's not really anyone holding them accountable in life or even giving them food to thought to actually Mm. think about what they're doing because so many is like oh yeah I ain't got time to do this I haven't got time to do I would do that but I haven't got time but then it's like if we sat down and look at your time and how you're spending your time yeah and all of the distractions that you've got in it's just like yeah you got to get people thinking about how they're living their life definitely definitely mm. for me it's all about ingredients and i've i've tried this my, myself um over the years and i've i've added certain like routines into my life yeah. and it's really improved my mental and physical state um and then i've 
tried the opposite just to make sure <laughs> do you know what I mean so yeah, yeah. you you watch loads of things on Netflix and stuff and for me it's never been like um it's not like th- th- there's extremes like when I've added in the morning routines and um gratitude practices and things like that that it's made me super elated the the whole day or anything like that it's more of that it gets me to uh, a good functional grateful happy state yeah um and when it's the other way around, when I've just been doing, when I've added ingredients that haven't necessarily been conducive to productivity and joy and laughter and things like that, it's not that, I mean, like despair or whatever. It's it's just, you're just sitting there, like not really thinking of anything. Like you're not you're just not doing anything. And yeah, yeah. for the most part, you're probably just in bed looking at your phone, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. You're just on that loop. Do you know what I mean? So, but I, d- I definitely think it's about uh, analyzing your your life and looking at the ingredients yeah, yeah, and how yeah. you can improve. And and I think like we've all got the power to make a difference in other individuals' lives. Like regarding social media, like that's a great way of you as an individual um, just helping others in sharing your story of what you're doing. If you are picking up something, having a a, a daily habit and sharing that to make a difference in other people's life. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, like with myself and putting together the man talk, it was literally, this is what I want to do and accomplish. And it was like, where can I, what resources and things can I pull to make it happen? But like previously to that, I, I started I started off by just making a YouTube video. Like that was the first thing that I wanted to do was, that was just me making the first steps to making an impact and making a difference. Right. And we're all able to do that. And like even if you're because you're doing stretches at at the moment, that's right. Yeah, so so that's a new ingredient I've added. Yeah, and so just to put in context, we're recording in December. Yeah, in August, um, (laughs) this is again, this is just going back to me adding and subtracting ingredients throughout July. I was just eating anything Mm. and I put on loads of weight. And um, in August, I did a start of August, I did a water fast. Um, How, how long, how long did you go for? Three days. <laughs> Three days. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I heard, um, you know, Coop? Yeah, yeah, Coop, yeah. yeah. right. So, I don't, I don't, well, go on. The first time I met Coop was on my 21st day of my water fast. 21 days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. That's what I, that, that's what I was doing, doing was, but yeah. I've got to get to 21 days now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's not, but it's, it's a journey. It's, it's a it journey. is, it is. But, but when, I, when is, I did the, the three is, days... is that the first three to four days are like the, the hardest, hardest day. Yeah. So like your experience of it was like, it's going to be, it was hard-ish for you yeah. to do it. Yeah. But it was like, once you get over that, yeah. then it becomes easy because your body starts feeding off of itself. Absolutely. At that stage, it's just wanting, well, it moves on to eating muscle, but it's mm. still looking for source like where is it going to get its source of um energy and food from so um yeah. after that it starts getting into fat and then when you get to that stage you're able to be around food and be just yeah you're just fine amazing man amazing yeah when i did the the three days mm. um that week i had a few meetings uh and i had a couple of dinner meetings but at the, at the at the on the third day i knew i could go longer because it, I don't know, there's something that just triggers in your mind and you realise, right, my body's not actually hungry. It's just my mind saying... Yeah, can't be to, us. Yeah, you need to eat this. You oh, Imagine the roast dinner you could have right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All of that. I realised how much I love food mm. um, at that point. Um, but going back to the like adding 
ingredients my wife showed me um just this movement it's like a three minute a day um yoga movement and i'm gonna mess up the name but i think it's kundalini uh yoga and um it's just one movement that you do for three minutes i think you, you're supposed to kind of aim to get up to 11 minutes a day um but just for like i think i'm on day i always forget i think i've done it wrong a lot of times on my instagram but i'm on like day 79 okay um, I know it's out of 365 yeah, yeah. and when i started and this is just a good way of um just analyzing and understanding about adding new habits because when you start it's hard mm. and you're shit yeah, yeah <laughs> so when i started um my wrists were like mad weak um and i, I, I couldn't really do it and the form was was terrible um and historically I've just been really stiff. Like I, n- I could never touch. I've never been able to touch my toes Likewise, in my life. Yeah. And I'm yeah. 35. Yeah. Now I can touch my toes. Sick. It's yeah. nuts. Like, yeah, yeah. and I'm in right now, I'm in the best shape I've been in, in years. Yeah. And this is from a three minute a day practice. Bear in mind, I've done gym. I've done swimming. I've done, um, calisthenic. Like, yeah. Or however you pronounce that. Um, I've done all of that, but yeah. the results I've got from this, and it's not just about how you how you look, but it's just how you feel. But posture wise, I'm, I'm posture is terrible right now. But posture wise, um, being able to stretch and touch my toes, but also with the breathing, and but also sticking to something, yeah, yeah. as well, you know, yeah. and and seeing how sticking to something small like a three minute a day practice, how you can improve um, over time, and I think that's very important for when you're starting something new like a side hustle or uh, a business idea or you're starting a youtube channel or whatever it could be any 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 challenge or any something anything new that you're bringing into your life you know you're when you start it's going to be difficult and it's going to be new it's going to be uncomfortable but you keep it going and you're going to get better and i can touch my toes (laughs) 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 like i've never been able to touch my toes it's crazy um yeah and yeah like Anyone can can start something like that, for example, and having yeah. a conversation. And I'm sure you've had a few people messaging you saying, "Oh, you're really inspiring me by your That's daily right, yeah. routine and, and doing all of these things." Yeah. And it's people's mindset because they're like, "You said day one, my wrists, my flexibility was mm. poor, and all of that." So people are like, "Oh, I can't do day 77." So because I can't do day 77, right. I'm not going to do day, day one. one. And mm. and that's what the issue is. And then it's having that conversation with people and getting them to understand and do it. That, you know, you it is possible to do anything if you mm. put your mind to it and you put in the work. And also just with like, um, you said about side hustles. Yeah. People say a lot of the time, oh, it's not losses, it's lessons. Mm. And and again, like that's another thing that I think is like something that's just been p- said so many times that it's like a throwaway thing. Right. But you don't know where your end, you don't know where, I'm a believer in, in God and, and God puts me in places and, and that's it. Mm. And that, that's been something that's just happened over the past like year and a half as well also. Okay. But the universe, what, what, whatever it is that you, you believe in, like you don't know where that is actually sending you. Mm. And like, even with this podcast today, there's going to have been loads of things that you've done previously that have nothing to do with the podcast yes. that you was like, that's my thing. This is what I'm doing. It's going to happen. And then <laughs> that's ended up not working out. Yeah. But then at a later day, it's like, yeah, I know how to do that because I've done X and 
so and so in the past and Honestly. everything you're just adding to adding adding to um your tool toolbox i guess absolutely th- do you know what that right there what you just said has probably been my biggest learning within the last 18 months or so because i've always been very future oriented and i've always said all right i'm going to do this and this is what i'm going to do and for the most part i've gone and done that um but in the last year and a half, I've decided to kind of let go of that a bit, of this idea that I have in my head of who I am and, and what I'm going to do mm. and just utilise what I've kind of been doing and what I've been given, um, the tools I've been given and the, the, like, the skills that I've learned over time and apply it to my why, yeah, my overall why. Yeah. Because... My, um, I've been in music for 17, 17 why, years. Why I've got these microphones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I've been in music in, for, for 17 years. And my idea of myself as a 35-year-old was based on the vision I had as a 16-year-old, mm. you know. But maybe that wasn't the, the best iteration of the skills that I've been given, Yeah, you know. However, being in music for for that long um has allowed me to do this so naturally because i've always had these conversations with with artists and yeah. people that i work with i now know the audio side like the back of my hand do you know what i mean so it's yeah. not like um i kind of got to this stage and thought oh i'd love to do a podcast or youtube and like editing and things like that yeah. like there's no friction there there's no like but, um learning curve really. yeah, yeah i've just been able to to do it um, because I don't, I'm not focusing on I'm a producer I'm a whatever I'm a host it's what's my mission what's my why mm. and this is a way of executing on that why and getting and fulfilling on, on the mission that's what it's about now yeah you know and it's aligned with it and yeah it's just that's what I mean about um, the the losses in life and like facing adversity Definitely, like I yeah. think if you, when you were, you know, a 16-year-old or a six-year-old, like, everything that you would have had, I think, for a lot of us, we would have ended up being a lot smaller than all of the, the growing and things that we've ended up doing because of adversity. Like, you'd get your first girlfriend, first your first experience of love, mm. like, that's the love I want for the rest of my life kind of thing. And yeah. every, every situation, because the it's always changing. Mm. So like I'm, when you didn't have a job, you're like, oh, once I get a job, all I need is a job. And then when I get a job, that's going to be it. And you yeah. get a job and then you're like, oh, I need to get a car. I want to get a car. That's going to be, and then it's just like that. So, mm. but it's like, if you got what you wanted the first time and then, and that's all, all you got, I think adversity for me, it, it's like what, gets me to grow what gets me to expand so anytime I'm confronted with adversity I'm like what am I supposed to learn here like what, what am I supposed to Absolutely. and it's like, it just it turns the the path of of, mm. of life and we're like I regarding like the mantle cut it wasn't something I I knew was on the cards that was going to happen it was just yeah. that's where life has has taken me so I think people just need to be aware of and just go with the flow of the journey and stuff definitely and this is what it is about is speaking is 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 I, th- I feel like it just gives people perspective and gives people food for thought because you you you've only interpreted the world how you've seen it to be mm. and you kind of 
that's what you work from. So until someone else gives you their perspective or their viewpoint or drops some gems on you, like that's all you're going to know. So I, I just feel like in conversation, you drop gems on someone and then they're like, oh, and they go away and they think about it and they're like, right, you know what? That's actually right. So like now when I'm confronted with adversity or whatever, and it's just like... Definitely. I, I, I kind of see it as just exactly like that. When, if you apply for a job and it's something that you haven't um, had experience in, but you've got a job, your employer is going to put you into training yeah. for that specific skill set, three months training, whatever. Once you pass probation, you're, you're in. In life, you know, we want to do A, B and C. And I think what I believe is uh, God, the universe knows exactly what you want you may say things that you that you actually want but it knows no matter what words you say in your feelings and in up here you know what you actually want and I think in the most positive way you're given a set of circumstances to get the skills that you need to metaphorically get that position Mm. that that you wanted in your mind and just like you're saying, like that's that's how you kind of turn these L's into lessons. You yeah. know, I've failed so many things, <laughs> um, businesses and um, and different ideas, but through those, and they're painful, but it's invaluable. Like mm. the lessons, because I think the key is as long as you don't, and again, this is like a cliche, but as long as you don't give up, yeah, and you you take that experience into your next venture, your next idea and stuff, and you make sure you you actually learn the lessons or you're actually taking those lessons mm. with you. Um, you it's only going to be uh, clearer for you going forward. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. As long as you keep that momentum up, like you, it's just like that image that we've all seen on Instagram, the the two guys that are mining for, for diamonds and oh, the guy's yeah, yeah, just yeah. about to yeah. get the get. diamond. He's like, Oh, allow this man. I've been doing this for ages, yeah. <laughs> you know, but the, the other person's just chiseling away and you do, you do get there. Um, we see evidence of it, you know. But people don't always see the ev- evidence, if that makes sense. So, do, do you think they see the evidence? Or they see like... And before we move success. on, I just want go to go on. back to it, yeah. Regarding like my belief. Go on. I believe that for me personally, God, but the universe, whatever, I think we're all given something, mm. like a skill set. Not a specific like you're meant to be a plumber and that's what I'm making you, but just like... <laughs> Yeah. Your why is a bit broader and you could narrow it down on your like human experience of you being here on, on earth. But I think it's down to the individual to apply themselves to be the best possible version of themselves. Because yeah. um, I, I think some people have this thing in their head, especially like Christians or whatever that, you know, God knows what, because he's Alpha and Omega and he knows what you're going right. to become, what you are, what's expected of you, blah, blah. But my personal belief is that he puts things in inside of you. What was mm. I say? The universe, if that's what you believe sure. in. Yeah. But something's put inside of you and it's down to you as an individual to execute and to be that best thing at the end. Like, and I think like when it comes to, to the end, I think it's a case of that, you know, this is what I wanted of you or what you could have been. And then mm. you only reached so, so like, yeah. so, cause for me, people not being 
as successful or being as big as they can be because success is, looks different to all of us like having I could earn like 16,000 a year and my main thing was having a family making a family having that family like exactly. living basic that's all that and that's what success looks like and that's mm. fine if that's what but it's not for every everyone for success, success to everyone looks different but I just feel like a lot of people haven't filled their full potential because of their mindset and like mm. I think now in 2019 and in the future it's so easy to be distracted by social media to be distracted by all of these things to yeah. not fulfill your full potential definitely and I, I just think it's it's down to us to apply ourselves because because the only anybody watching this we wake up tomorrow like you could do a madness tomorrow like you could wake up at five go to the gym do whatever your side hustle, whatever it is that you're thinking about, like you could take so much action on doing that, getting to where you want to be. But for majority of people, they do nothing. Yeah. They just, just so they have all of these things, but they just take the, um, the easy route, mm. which in long term is, it is not the easy route. Cause it's going to, yeah. Cause where's the fulfillment? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because um, like you're saying, with, with social media, it kind of um, distorts what success actually is to people. And mm. I think this is a conversation that is going to be very valuable because success means something different to, to everyone. You know, mm. um, every, for the most part, people have the same vision of what success is because of the way we've been conditioned. So big house, big car, um, you know, financial freedom uh, and all these different things, living in a certain place having a certain kind of life. Yeah. Um, but like you said, you could have someone who just wants a, you know, family life on a, on a relative income that gives them that sense of freedom, financial freedom and all of that, you know? So it all, it really depends on what your, your idea of success. And I think there needs to be more conversation around that yeah you know and people just need to be real like people say they want to be an entrepreneur they want to be this or yeah, i want to start my own business and blah 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 yeah. but it's like you don't want to put in the work you don't mm. want to do all of those things so it's do you really do you really want to do that do you yeah. really want to be that like stop saying that is what you want to be if you don't want to mm. want want to do that um i think just people just need to like be real yeah and realistic. Kind of, like but, the idea of it yeah, yeah, yeah but then i think it's as well like this is what it is for me with the mantle is having conversations so you know someone who is there of what someone else is seeing to be successful with letting them know like look i'm only here because i pursued a passion or whatever and that's what led me to success like stormzy yes. done an interview with the year three he went back to his yeah his yeah I saw that today. Like, yeah <laughs> but he was saying to them like the kid mm. was just talking about being a celebrity and becoming a celebrity like with a lot of the pe a lot of people who have got to success they've exceeded where they wanted to get to and it being more so about them pursuing their passion yes. and that taking them to these great heights That's as opposed right. to being like I want to be a celebrity. I want to make it. I want to like... It's a byproduct. Yeah. Like the only people who you can really say is like, I think now as a series have gone on, like for example, Love Island, mm. people are playing for Love Island. It's like, they know that, and this is nothing against, if you're on Love Island, it's nothing against you, but I'm just saying yeah, like yeah. people now, if they sign up for Love Island, they know that ticket. they're going to basically leave Love Island and things are going to be popping off for them in that whole, um, basically I'm going to be an influencer. Exactly. The longer I stay in is how bigger I'm going to be of an influencer, but that's basically it. 
But maybe that's a contributing factor to why, you know, there's been a few suicides yeah. from from that show in particular. Like mm. there's no aftercare because because um, you know, people are signing up for that basis, which is empty. So when, you know, you get a million followers and you get um all these fashion deals and things like that afterwards, um, and then the next show comes around and the attention shifts, what do you do with that? As a as a as a human. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So and it's I, I think as well. I, I think. Well, I never. You never know because you're because the last mantle or the first mantle we had, we spoke on the whole Love Island suicide thing. Oh. But there's actually a a, a friend a, a friend of um, I think it was Mike was mm. one of the guys who committed suicide. His friend was actually in the in the audience oh, and wow. came up and spoke and shared, and that made it really impactful. What we're speaking is, about, yeah, but. You just don't really know like, until you, you can have a conversation and go back in time and actually understand of what the reason is to why people c- commit suicide. Because again, like, imagine we were sitting here having a conversation. I'm feeling down. Put, just put on this paper. Put on here everything that will make you happy in life, and then I write it all down. And then I don't know who is who now. Anyway, but you get the list, <laughs> yeah. and then you're like, you get granted everything that you've put on the list. If you get all the stuff you want on the list that's going to make you happy and you get it all and then you're not happy. It, What's it's, left? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, you're doing all of this thing, you've got the success, you're going here, you're popping bottles, doing all of this, living this high life that you thought that was going to fulfill you and make you happy. And then you're not feeling that. It, 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 it's, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. And then I think the whole celebrity thing, like even a lot of people having their head, oh, I want to be a celebrity, I want to be, there's confines in that. Like, the celebrities can't just go any and everywhere when they want to go go there and it's not something you can go mm. alright guys you know what you see the celebrity thing I've done it got my money got my peas yeah. now man's cool got the ass like, like, got money in the bank I'm just going to call it a day now so yeah everyone when you see me just ignore me I'm back yeah. to being the old me now yeah. it's like you can't switch it off you can't so it's 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 a hard one it's very hard mm. it's very hard and this is what I say to people as well um, anytime you're kind of imagining something i want to have this big house all right okay yes you can have it but let's think about it in real terms and also i think people have got a negative connotation on what real terms actually is um but let's talk about it in real terms you have the house you're standing in the house all right how much does it cost to maintain the house you know if you've got this pool how often do you have to clean it do you know what i mean there's real there's a real side to all these things and if you want that you can have it but Let's think about it. it. What's the 360 version of this life? Like, like you said, with a with being a celebrity, because people think in metrics, like I've got 12 million followers and I've, yeah. I've got all of this money and stuff. Okay, but when you're going out um, to get milk, you've got people, you know, that are invading your privacy, mm. you know, or people that are trying to stitch you up in your yeah. relationships and things like that, and, and your kids. Like, it's and I think crazy. it's not only that. I think the other thing is mm. is people don't see that sometimes the wants isn't actually about the thing. So it's like, Mm. I want the house because to me that makes me feel and look successful. And then it's more so doing things driven on um, impressing or getting feedback from the rest of the world, if that makes sense. It's not actually about me at all. Like there's people now breaking their backs to get these cars and do all of these things and they're not really really that fussed about the car Mm. it's more so of 
how it makes that person look and feel in the world as opposed to the car and the vehicle. Yeah. And I think like these are the kind of conversations that people need to have to like think about, you know, this big dream that like, we can, because I've been struggling that like, for the past couple of years of putting together um, 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 a, um, why's it gone out of my head? The board and you put all of your vision board. Vision board. That's right. the one. Yeah. Vision board. I've been struggling because I used to be very like, materialistic so mm. I would have been like boom I want this house I want blah. but it's like I've got to a place in life where all of that doing so much stuff for other people it's I'm very just simple simple now yeah. so it's, it was like I've always seen this vision board as being something that's really dreams and goals right. and right. like whatever yeah. but it was just like for me it's just, just a simple calm thing now so I've yeah. struggled in putting together a vision board because yeah. it was just like well I, I would argue that that struggle has actually got you to your actual value so for extended, instead of it being a I don't know typical like mansion blah 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 yeah it's freedom or space mm. you know or you know I, I don't know what else you could put on there but you actually boiling it down to the actual what you actually want yeah it's yeah, yeah, the yeah, feeling yeah. you want like you said like people chase all these things because they're thinking of what they appear like to other people, yeah. you know, so it's validation. And then there's the flip side. So for example, I might say I want the, the beautifulest girl in the world, right? Mm. I get the beautifulest girl in the world now. Now, I've got all of these complexes about insecurities, my hair's thinning, I was meant to go barbers before right. I'd done the podcast today, <laughs> and all of these things. And then it's just like, that all starts showing up for you yeah, now yeah, because yeah. this is what you wanted, but there's a flip side to that. Definitely. And this is the, the lifestyle and the things that, uh, that some of these girls live and mm. what their mentality. So it's just all of these things. It's just like sometimes what you're putting on a vision board or what you envision or what you want, it's not really for you. It's not really for you. But yeah, and that's a tough, <laughs> that's a tough pill to swallow, you know? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because people will say, <laughs> and people would argue, well, you know, let me get it first and then I'll tell you whether it's for me or not, innit? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. nine times out of ten, like from what I've heard from countless successful people mm. is, you know, the new car doesn't make you happy. You know, more money after a certain point, it doesn't increase your happiness or, or anything, you know? Mm. But I think there's a yearning for when you're not in that position. It's like, oh, yeah, stop telling me that. I want to get there first and then... And then I'll find that perspective, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, which I do kind of get. But but I think if you get the the principles of like what it is, like I think that you're able to apply them in life, like mm. now, if that makes sense. Definitely. So I think if successful people shortcut. are more telling you stuff and how to apply yourself, as opposed to it just being taught on like material things and material yeah. success. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for me, that's a bit like a, a shortcut. You know, you don't have to go through all of this stuff to to get to the feeling of um, of peace. Because I, I, I suppose that's what people are searching for, mm. really. Because if you've you've got A, B, C, D, and E, um, well, what I is think, the feeling? I think people don't even know. A lot of people don't know. Oh, yeah, like, this, is yeah. the, this, this is this is the thing as well. Like True. I have only become more conscious in the past few years. Like, mm. and I've never had any. And it's more so been life has thrown some testing times and things that have made me have to like step back and like 
question myself, question my actions, question what I'm doing and really delve into it. Plus like books have been thrown in into the mix and that's like, reading is something that's great because because me, I got kicked out of school when I was in um, in year eight. Oh, okay. um, I went to um, a pupil referral unit. I didn't go back into mainstream school. Um, I was involved, like not in gangs as in like I was some serious gang member, but I was like if there was a gang of a hundred people, I was just one of the random right. hundreds that were just one of the dons at the back. <laughs> like just, yeah, that was me. Yeah. Like one of the un- under eight, but that was like my younger life. Then I got into music and that kind of changed my path and things that I was getting into. And it was just like, now I'm in a place. And, Cause there were so many things that I, I was like, Oh, I wish I went to uni. I wish I went, mm. I done this. I wish I, I, I done that. But then I realized that, my path that I've taken in life has given me so much like I've seen so much different mixes of people things opinions viewpoints and then I've just realized that like we all have our weaknesses we all have our strengths but the issue is that a lot of us have is um that we're more so focusing on our weaknesses all the things that we don't have Mm. as opposed to like our strengths and skill sets. So, um, you know, because um, the reason I got this was just for books, for example. I've yeah. only, I, I started getting into books, reading books, but um, one thing that's really helped me in the past um, few years is getting introduced to audio books because of how Massively. being able to just fit it into the routine. Yeah, and But my whole viewpoint of audio books was like, that's some little youth man thing. Like you can't, you're not a proper, oh, really? you're not a proper adult if you're listening to audio books because you're supposed to get to a level of that. You know, you're reading through books and you can't have a conversation with I someone if you're so. not. Yeah, I so because like obviously yeah. you, you think about education. Yeah, you've read a book when you're a child, mm. then you start learning to read your own books, and then you grow up. So, so it was like for me, the whole thing of Audible. I was kind of like always trying to prove a point by reading a book, but then I was having like the knock-on effects of fitting reading a book into my routine and then sometimes getting to the end of a page not really remembering exactly oh, yeah, what was me. going on and all that stuff <laughs> that's me so yeah that was it and then I, I it was only I had a conversation with my godfather and he was like oh he prefers to listen to audio books because he fits it into routine and I was like what it's all right to listen to audio I was like okay I'm gonna give that a little try and then yeah, then that was something I got into my routine and then I realised, wow, there's loads of people that listen to audiobooks and it's yeah. okay. So it was just like, that's another prime example of how prime I've example. made up all of this stuff yeah. in how I've interpreted and looked at stuff. But yeah. then at the end of it, it's okay to do what I was doing. And mm. also I just feel like things are available to people. They don't know that they're available or that they're okay. So it's just people just having conversations and saying that you're like, okay to do this or this is all right or this is available because yeah. you could talk to someone now and say to them oh i've read this book it's a great book they make a difference in your life read it and then already i'm like i don't I really read, to read i don't really <laughs> read books or mm. like what well, that's my, my thing i don't really read books and then it was like oh have you have you tried like audio books and, and then it's just all of these things are available because someone can't say oh i can't listen to audio then it gets down to like your discipline mm. but then even with audio books my first audio book i read um I listened to was um, uh, Eckhart Tolle or Tolle. Yeah, I never, yeah. I never say it, pronounce it the yeah, right way. Too. But um, the power of now. Yeah. His book. He was the most boring narrator 
ever. So when I listened to that as my first audio book, I was like, oh, I'm struggling with this right, as well. Okay. So I was like, oh, I'm sh- even audio books I'm struggling with. I can't right. even struggle with audio book. And you know, again, your self-talk, we ha- all have this voice in our head mm. and you could be having this negative talk with yourself all the time. Like the, the biggest issue in your world is is the the voice, the voice in, in your head. head. Like just always, mm. you're so dumb. Mm-hmm. You should be this, should be. But anyway, read the first book, um, got to the end of it. And I was just like, I got to the end of it, but it was a struggle. And then the second book, out of curiosity, and just because the thing I loved about Audible, the reason I got it the first, because my first book was free, yeah. but then I signed up to the subscription and then I ended credits. up getting my next credit. And I yeah. was like, oh, I was meant to cancel it, but I got my next credit anyway. Right, right. Out of curiosity, I'm hearing people talking about Charlemagne's book, The Black mm, Privilege. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way that this is going to be a good book. And at the, at the time I was going through depression and all of that. So then I... Um, I listened to that book and that got me out of my depression just because he basically, he had all of the questions to that I needed to ask and all of the answers to those questions. And then I realized that my depression was down to me being stagnant in life, not taking charge of of life. Mm. But um, anyway, the reason I'm saying this was just because him, I enjoyed that book through, like like he had me bussing up and all of these things. So then now I understand that it's, I have to take into consideration the narrator. So yes. some narrators aren't going to be that great. Mm. However, they all have great content, mm. but some of them are going to be more of a, a ball leg to, um, like, I think, is it Jordan? Belfort? I can't remember his name. It's the um, the 12, uh, the 12 Rules of Life, I want to say, or something. There's Along a lot, there's a lot I think of his name's... Jordan yeah. but anyway he's he's one is he's quite a, a boring narrator so I think okay. I would have I struggled in yeah taking that in but then the actual content is it's great amazing. content mm. so it, it was just understanding and learning that so then realizing that for some people they've had their first experience of something and said yeah that's nah that's me. not for me but mm. put that back but then it was like for every every situation, everything, there's always like an alternative or a workaround if that's what you really want to do. If you really want to learn something, you can learn it. If that way of learning it doesn't work for you, there's an alternative yeah. way, but it's about finding it and sourcing it. And then it's just having conversations. But some people just haven't been enlightened or shown certain things, so they're Definitely. just unaware. That's such an amazing point that you, that you brought up about the just the shame about listening to a book because yeah. of the association with being a child mm. um i listen i mean i've i've, I've read um but i take it in more by by listening because i for me after i read a chapter or so my mind just starts going off on so many different tangents yeah. based off of what i'm reading however if i'm listening i could be washing up i could be driving or whatever i can be on a commute mm. and i'm taking it in i, d- I don't know if there's something about uh, listening and it activating something in your mind it kind of because the reason I say this is if I re-listen to something it takes me back to exactly exactly the point where I first heard it okay okay so yeah. I don't know if it's like recording what I'm seeing at that moment it's like a yeah double. it wouldn't it, would, it wouldn't surprise it's, me it wouldn't it's surprise so me. weird I never probably need yeah. to look into that further but um for that reason it, I, I take it in a lot more podcasts and um uh, it's probably because I've got so much work within um also so, so much experience in audio but um 
Yeah, man, that's no. That's I think incredible. it's just easier to fit in in the routine. Yeah. But then for some people, reading is like solely their their thing. That's right. Like, yeah, I see people on the the tube reading books or yeah. catch up with it. But I'm I just like I could never. I have to be in a, a quiet environment also when I'm reading. Like, I don't really like there being yeah. lots of noise and things. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just everyone. All of us are different as human beings. Like, I think yeah. just having conversations and working out like. And this is this is where the conversations um, are so valuable yeah. because again, for you uh, speaking with your godfather and you like, oh, it is okay to listen to books. This is what people need. They sometimes you just need permission because we're standing in our own way and fighting against that voice. Yeah in your head um so and the more the more conversation there is and the more kind of variety of experiences and things like that it's like yeah i listen to books all the time like, raw. and that could change but that changed your life yeah and i think this is the, the thing is that you need to understand or people need to understand that you can change somebody's life with a sentence so i could say something to you today that for the rest of your life, you just think, oh, Leon was on the podcast and he said it and then I apply it and I use it all the, all of the time. That's and true. that is the power of conversation. Like I remember when I was a teenager. I gave you goosebumps. I went, <laughs> <laughs> you can change somebody's life with a sentence. You can, you can do. And That's it will stick, stick to them. So the rest of their life, even we could meet in person at a bar tonight and I say something and then that just puts you on for the rest of your life and that takes away. Because when I was, I was 16 going for my, my first uh, job interview, I went to Burton's in Lucian to get a suit. I don't. I don't know why. I, I think I was. On, I was on job seekers allowance or something. So mm. I, I got some vouchers or something. So that's where I went to get. No, I wouldn't have been. I don't even know why. I went there to get a suit anyway. Yeah. The um, assistant in there, she said to me, "Well, basically, I, I wanted to get pinstripe trousers." And mm. I was like, "If I got pinstripe trousers, I'm gonna get a pinstripes." And I was just pinstripe all the way. Up. And yeah. she said to me, "Nah, like if you're gonna." have pinstripe like you should either do either or so if you're going to do a pinstripe um shirt then have plain trousers right. or if you're going to do um trousers have a plain shirt mm. and then i was like oh okay but like throughout my life after that when i've been dressing and putting certain outfits and things together like if i have someone that's like more busy mm. i wouldn't i would have a plain like right yeah, right like, so that stuck with you from yeah, then. yeah yeah and it's just that one and then yeah that was a person I've met. I don't know her face. I don't remember anything about her. But that was just one thing. And there's going to be many and loads. Like of my course. godfather being yeah, another yeah. one. But it's just yeah. like one sentence can change someone's life. Or you can add or something. And just teaching somebody a, a little, whether it's the way you, to cut a avocado or mm. to just something. Like, yeah, it sticks with someone for life. Definitely. And that's, the, that's why the man talk is so powerful. Because if... One sentence can change your life. Um, it's a double-edged sword, unfortunately, mm. because it can change your life in a negative way yeah, yeah, as yeah, well, you know, which is why, you know, there needs to be more conversations about around empathy and, and kindness and being kinder to each other and thinking, like, my words are, can potentially be a source of joy for this person's life for the rest of their life, or it can be a, a weapon in a, in a sense, you yeah. know. And, um, and I think as well, it's like a lot of people put their insecurities or put their um, small mm. minds, not always in like a negative way, like they're, they're meaning to, yeah, just yeah. how they are. Yeah. But that's the conversation. Like I might say, oh, you know, I want to do this. Song. I want to do an event. I want to do a podcast in Shoreditch on top of a bus or just some crazy thing. And then mm. you kind of speak me out of it right. because your waves and mindset ain't on the same level in which I am mm. and it's just holding you back. So a lot of times 
people need to realize that you are going to be alone in yeah. certain ventures in your viewpoints or, or chasing mm. like I, I guess the road to success is is can be a, a lonely road and not everyone's going to be there with you and I, absolutely I think life in in general we're here alone like it's how successful how, how how great you are how bad you are like we're alone like it's not not we have all of these people around us but it's actually down to that conversation you have with yourself and how you apply yourself and absolutely you and you and your voice in your head yeah yeah but yeah. crucially the more conversations you have the more ingredients positive ingredients you add into your life the more books you read or listen to the more mm. podcasts um you listen to the more bits of knowledge you can get from any from everywhere that voice in your head changes it's no yeah, longer that yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not good enough why are you doing this this but now people got... don't even speak about the voices in your head mm. so it's like i only found out about the voices in my head like five years ago wow so obviously i know i have a voice in my head sure. but it's like i've never had to because once you can because that's something that's in the power of now as well is about watching watching your self-talk so you're almost mm. if i'm if I'm listening to my my other voice in my head, basically, I'm almost in a, f- a third place now. So I'm hearing the f- this. This That's sounds right. a bit yeah, crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I'm here now. Yeah. Then I'm having a voice in my head about what's going on. Yep. And then I'm now observing. over here yeah. observing the voice in my head speaking to me in the current situation and stuff. But I wasn't aware of this. Mm. So it's like, until you can get to that like third place and then see the voice in your head. Because sometimes it's like you'll meet up with someone and it's just a simple conversation and it's just like, hi, how are you doing? And then he's like, like oh, he thinks this of me and blah, 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 <laughs> and this and that and whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and then it's like, oh, my nose is itching. She's like, itch my nose and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And then it's just all of this conversation. But mm. it's until someone told you, and you're like, raw, yeah, I, I, I do do that. And I do think that. And it's just enlightening people and, and making them aware. But that voice in your head, it's, that is like, the deal breaker in regards to like success or making it or happiness or everything is like that's what you need to work on the most is like that self-talk that discipline that like everything because even just aspiring to do more for example the stretches we spoke about like Mm. i'm into running like just to get to the next level you have to ignore that like that voice in your head isn't always right like you don't have to always listen to that it's just like yeah, your voice will be, you'll be on the treadmill, bro, you've yeah, done, you're done, done, done 40 nah, minutes, nah, like, that's on, good man. enough yeah, for today. Yeah, yeah like, and it's just like that. And yeah. sometimes you're like, nah, bro, we're, we're carrying on, we're mm. cutting through. And then it's like, the more and more you do that, you do things um, against that voice in your head, it's like, then you start going to the next level, you start pushing yourself further and achieving and accomplishing. Definitely. And I think um, the, the, the good point about that is to, you need to practice it because sometimes you, you need to know when to tr- to trust that voice and when to kind of ignore it. Yeah. But you, you don't do that by just like just not listening and just not doing anything. You have to just do things and really understand what your gut instinct is and what that voice is um, really telling you and when you should and follow it. Yeah, yeah. And just mm. like everything is, people say again, it's another cliche thing, like every, anything is possible. Like yeah. the human brain is a absolute madness a human body and it wasn't until i broke a collarbone i didn't even know bones just heal themselves like Nuts, isn't it? 
Like, yeah, like I thought it was just, there's a couple lizards that their tail fall, fall off and it'll yeah. grow back. But I didn't know humans will break a bone, it will just heal itself back. So when I've gone to the, the, the hospital, they said, oh, we'll just keep it in place and you don't necessarily have to have a pin or have any, any metal. And I was just like, raw. And then that was, I started to get more respectful for my body and, right, and its right, capabilities. Right. Yes. And it's just like a lot of people, like, for example, you miss breakfast and someone says you're going to basically die because yeah, that's yeah. the most important meal of the day. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like, oh, raw, you can do fasting. You yeah. can push your, your body to extremes. It can, it can, um, it can go further than you thought. And there was a point that I was going to make, but I've, I completely lost it. That's all right. Um, <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> I thought it was a, it was a, it was a powerful one though. But yeah. It will come. It will come. <laughs> so let's talk about, it's 2020. Yeah. Um, done two man talks event we're, talk, we're speaking of it as a platform um obviously you've got the instagram which is at at the man talk the man talk yeah just so you told know. you i tried to try, i tried yeah. to get get it straight and forward there you go not no doctors yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah good you got in there man <laughs> um what's the what's what's coming up for for the man talk how can people how can men get involved because um, I'm sure they're going to want to after this. Um, um, so yeah. in regards to the platform, women women as well, yeah. like the, our content is for both. Like we never just make our content that it's only going to be mm. good for men. It's, it's for both. And we are looking at potentially in the future doing mixed events okay. or maybe uh, we've had a few females reach out to us to kind of do the same thing but delivered on the female platform. Okay. But um, yeah, um, and we was, cause we was in the home office earlier on in the year as well, which was amazing. We got invited down to do a man talk there and that was to a mixed crowd and was um, impactful as well. Amazing. But yeah, 2020, um, it's just about growth really. So we're doing more events, um, got the podcast um, happening. Again, it's just for men to be able to speak, um, have and share their story. Um, Want to look at going into schools, um, there, there isn't really limitations on it. I've just got plans regarding events yeah. and um, content, going out and filming stuff. But regarding the, the mantle, there, there is no limitations on it. Like, I want to change the world. I want to change the statistic when it comes to male suicide. And and I mm. like, I honestly feel as though the thing that is going to change it is communication, is conversation. Absolutely. In that, and that's just making people aware and the more and more conversations we have the broader it's going to become and the more normal it's going to become is is having those conversations and currently like i've been to a few uh, i went to a few like male mental health events and stuff and and again it was just it wasn't pushing anything forward so Mm. it was just highlighting the problems and then kind of coming from a male stereotypical view, oh, well, right. men are men. And then that's just how it is. And then and it was like, well, yeah, that's what the problem, <laughs> that's that's the what problem, the problem yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah. So what are we going to do about it? Like, right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, 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 that's it really. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. That gave you goosebumps, man, because this is such a key issue. And you're right to say it's, you know, it's not just for men because at the end of the day, we all live in the world together and we're all affecting each other and yeah. you know um these issues do need to be dealt with and i agree um at the core of it all at the start of it all is it's down to communication it's down to removing stigmas it's, it's around to, it's, it's about you know uh breaking down those barriers between people so then it does lessen 
those uh, statistics about yeah. like suicide and things like that and just people getting to that point if you can start to um to heal it a bit earlier like you said going into schools and um just having more events and more touch points so podcasts youtube yeah. platform etc because um, people just aren't aware about a lot of things it's like if you went and had a therapy session your your therapist holds you accountable for some of the that some of the throwaway things you will say mm. kind of hang on let's rewind right. and let's go into this a bit further and question it and then you kind of get to this the core of mm. why you've um done certain things or why you feel certain things um so that's just yeah just what it is about it's just that whole accountability and again like i'm i'm just a normal normal guy like i don't i don't see myself as being a a specialist or yeah, yeah. something. I, yeah. I just, I just know that conversation is what's needed, like, like that, and, that, and, that, and that's it. But I'm not, um, I'm not any anything special to any any anyone else. Like, and I think every single man, female, like they all have their. Everyone has greatness within them, isn't it? Mm. and it's just about them seeing and, and finding that and that whole thing about you can't love anyone until you love yourself and all that like all of these things it annoys me because they've been like <laughs> they've been used so much that people don't listen to them yeah like they yeah. just oh, it's just like it's cliche yeah just like when 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 people when they say to you how are you the majority of the time when people say to you how are you they don't actually care how it's like saying hello now like that yeah. that's when when i said oh how are you doing today oh yeah i'm good uh, yeah. and then we don't go further than that we're not like really mm. asking how you are like no but what's yeah, really so going like on a, in a, life a, yeah it's like a checkbox so um exercise i forgot what i said no <laughs> no you, we, you were just we, saying about um you know the the whole reason behind doing it and it being um and I've lost my train of thought. Oh yes, you can't love love someone until you like, <laughs> yes, like, you, you can't love someone. Yeah, yeah. yes, got no, there, but got, yeah, but cliches. Yeah, but the more but, experience you have, like the more the cliches actually become yeah. true. But then, I think everybody has their greatness in them, but they haven't necessarily done the work or had the work to find and see the greatness within them. So uh, that yeah. whole like you can't love yourself. Like there's so much in that that people are going through. So I may not have found a way or got to the core of loving myself. However, I've found a relationship. I found, uh, um, I've got children now. I've got all mm. of these things. I haven't got children. I'm, I'm saying for this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like, I've never got to loving myself. I've never got to reaching my greatness or fulfilling my full potential because I've kind of played it small in not, delving deep into sorting it out and getting things sorted and yeah that's just just what i feel because with any like majority of people if you was to get somebody to go into their life and stick it on them that's what mm. i'm gonna say like you would be able to if if you if someone felt as though they weren't living a great life if we was to get someone in the, in their life to stick it on them yeah they would go to some next level and start doing things that they didn't even think was Possible. possible yeah when you go when people pay they pay their money for a personal trainer all the personal trainer does therapists as well all they do is they hold you accountable and they push you further deeper when you say no and that's a voice in your head saying oh no it's yeah like, no you're going further and mm. then it's just like yeah i think it, um david goggins says yeah if you've um if you're ready to give up you've still got like 40 percent 
left in you yeah. or or you've only used up 40% of your capacity that's right, like, yeah. there's still there's still more so mm. it's just it's just that whole mindset and then it's like the more and more you go on this journey of 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 growth and self development you'll see these things play out mm. you know that time when i said I could, couldn't go on any further. Then yeah. I ended up doing twice as much as I started doing on, and, and all of these things. And I think once you start getting on that journey, things just start like manifesting, drawing, coming your way. Like even Definitely. you reached out to me coming on this podcast. It's mm. just like our whole, what we're both working on just becomes aligned and then exactly. you reach out and then you're like, yeah. yo, and then that's it. It's amazing. And exactly what you said about, um, you know, sometimes people don't know that they need to, they have the capacity to love themselves further because sometimes you need someone else. You need an outside influence to say, you've got so much potential. If you just did A, B and C and I'm going to hold you accountable to it, then you're going to see it. And then they then experience a different version of themselves. I don't know, sorry, I don't know why this just popped in my head. Do you remember the borrowers? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the little... Yeah, we need to bring back the borrowers. People need little borrowers in their life just but actually to communicate with them and just to come out of the uh, skirting boards and yeah, yeah, jump yeah. up and, and be that voice and, and mm, speak to people. Because like that's what it is. That is what it is. People, people need to be spoken to, to for them to, to see their, that they can achieve and accomplish more. Like, Definitely. That's change totally the voices it. in your head. Yeah. One sentence can change your life. Yeah. Yeah, man. But this has been, this has been a, um, a impactful... Absolutely, man. Yeah. I've learned so much from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Definitely. been, there's been, a, we've been all over the, like, it's been... That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> what conversation is, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, conversation yeah. is. And I'm sure we'll go further in, like, if we, if we come come back and do a, uh, another conversation at, at some point, you know, at later. Well, I, I'd like you to come to, to the Man Talk podcast. I'd like you to, you to get involved in, in, in our platform and to do some stuff with us. Definitely. Absolutely. You yeah. know, well, we know that's happening. So definitely. <laughs> We're aligned. Yeah, man, yeah. So. I appreciate you coming down, man. Love, love, love. and you can follow um, the Man Talk on Instagram. That's at the Man Talk. Yes, just the Man Talk. Yeah, not the, the Man, Man Talk, Talk UK yes. or anything like that. And um, my my personal Instagram is Sweets Lewis, which is S W E E T S Lewis. But I need to change it. I was saying saying this to you earlier on. Yeah. I need to get to Leon Lewis. <laughs> Leon Lewis. But again, this Man Talk has been something that's been thrown in the mix so I've mm. got to adapt and adjust for it that's so, it yeah. that's it go with the flow man go with <laughs> yeah, the flow yeah, yeah. Um, I'd appreciate if you could share this with someone who, who you think would resonate with this episode um, please drop a comment um, make sure you subscribe if you're listening on the podcast give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you hear this I really appreciate your eyes and ears and yeah and and I, and I hope i hope that there's been some things in this podcast that have um resonated with you and that you can and i'm not talking to you <laughs> i'm speaking to you the person who's listening or watching um that just takeaways that you know like whether it be looking into reading books or um the kind of quality of conversations you have or just that conversation that you have with yourself in your in your mind in your in your head that self-talk maybe it's it's negative maybe you need to challenge that self-talk like i hope you as a listener like take something for yourself as well away from this absolutely and if we can if we can help if we can um be of any assistance i'm sure because have you got have you got some books to if if, if, I, so, if I was to dm if i was to dm you now and say oh yeah I, I'd, I'd um would, would you have some books to, to give to people to let them know these are the books that I'd send? Absolutely. Okay, I mean, okay. right now in my head, um, I'll probably just think of the ones I can remember, but I've, I've got a list. I've yeah, got Because no, for me, I, um, I've, I've taken in like, quite a lot of books, but 
I like to prescribe my books and give them to to a person because I, I feel like for a lot of books there's a time and a place and a space for a yes. book. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like I would never on a like platform or on something go oh yes this is my number one book because mm. I think you have to be in the right space for that book to be aligned to really set off things for you so yeah. I just think like when I have a conversation with someone I, I like to work out where they're at what mm. their interests are and then give them a book that's yeah. like right yeah. for that yeah definitely so, well yeah. I think the right one for for probably both of us now is um Daring Greatly by Brené Brown which is all about being yeah put it on I'll send, I'll send you a link on um, Audible yeah. but again it's about being in the arena being vulnerable um, and the relationship between relationship between um you know male vulnerability and female and how that all interacts and the state that creates in the world and relationships and yeah, yeah, yeah. kids and all of that but that, that's definitely where we're both at i think okay <laughs> but yeah i'll send you i'll send you the link if you haven't heard yeah, it. yeah yeah i haven't haven't heard yeah. of it at all yeah no. yeah she's see but this is amazing this is um yeah this is it it's just one conversation and then you, you know i could read that. i could read that book and that book like changes my life or there's so many things I take from it that you know I start using on a daily basis so absolutely just, yeah that's a ricochet effect each man. one yeah each one teach one absolutely absolutely yeah. thank you for coming down man this has been amazing like those, like those. <laughs> thank you man we'll <laughs> do more yes appreciate it peace, 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 peace.